0: welcome to the daily pursuit podcast my name is morgan hodge i'm a performance coach and neurobiomechanical specialist and each week we are looking to bring you an inspiring person or message to help you level up your life truly appreciate you taking the time and spending it with me today let's level up What's going on, everyone? Hope you all are having a fantastic day. Today's episode is a little different as I am the one being interviewed by my good friend and member of my facility, Doug Morneau. He's an all-around great guy, and we sat down last week for a chat about current events, what I'm doing currently for my business, and how I'm stepping forward with it every single day to continue to provide the services that we offer, and just in general having a chat about uh, life and how we can continue to grow and develop ourselves. So I hope you guys enjoy this one. Let me know your thoughts. Share it out with your friends, family, anyone that you think would be interested and you can gain some insight from it. I'll have all the details linked up in the show notes. Let me know what you think. It's time to level up. Um.
1: Hey, super happy to be back to you today on Thrive Thursday. I've got a really awesome guest uh, joining me today is Morgan Hodge. Morgan is the co-owner of a company called uh, Function Health Club and Pork CrossFit. He is also one of the trainers who kicks my ass around the gym to make sure that I'm staying in shape and uh, looking after my body. So I'm going to bring Morgan on here. Hey, buddy. Have Good to see lot. you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing well. It Seems like we uh, we just see each other now on uh, on Zooms uh, from the gym.
2: I know it's a little little different. It's a little less. Uh, I feel like my jabs don't go as far that way.
1: <laughs> no, I still hear you. I still hear you correcting my form. So, do you <laughs> want to just so I don't screw up your title? Do you want to explain to people a little bit about your kind of your your training background?
2: Yeah. So I've been in the uh, health and fitness industry for uh, about thirteen years now. Uh, into my thirteenth year now, roughly, and my um, education is, traditional education is in kinesiology. So I got my bachelor's of kinesiology with a um, focus in pedagogy, which essentially means um, coaching and teaching. Um, and from there, I also had some secondary education that I continued into applied neuroscience and sports psychology. So anyone that sort of hung around with me, as you know, and and my clients over the years know, and friends and family know, uh, mindset and uh, the human body, the human experience is something that really is fascinating to me. Um, And so that's kind of where my education kind of flowed right into that over the years.
1: Well, there you go. So the reason I asked the question was two, two reasons. First of all, you don't want to screw it up and get it wrong. Um, and secondly, I wanted to give anyone tuning in a chance to uh, come and ask you questions. Cause I know you're a really smart guy, um, in terms of uh, not only health and fitness, but also, um, in, you know, um, mindset and, um, recovery or injury recovery. So. The pressure is on now. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see, we'll see, you know, um, we'll wait and see. Um, so, a big question. I mean, I know yeah. part of the answer because I'm at the um, receiving end of what's going on. Um, yeah. How has this um, pandemic and this global health crisis affected your business?
2: Well, I think it's there's a couple layers to that. Um, obviously, the sort of more visible uh, layer to that question is the fact that we're not operating um, traditionally anymore. Right. We don't have daily classes and people coming through the facility and personal training sessions and rehab sessions and the whole works. Our weightlifting program, all of that, that's all, you know, shut down, uh, if you will. Um, So what has happened is that everything's transitioned to online and to virtual, um, as you noted. So we're running our virtual CrossFit classes, which have been a lot of fun, like it's different. It's a unique experience for people. So it's just it's a new learning curve for a lot. But it also provides a little different kind of uh, experience for members and for coaches and and whatnot. Um, And so most things we've been able to transition to to virtual. And I think that we went about that process in a way that helped us sort of step into this new world that we're living in right now, effectively. um, Because we never looked at it as closing down, if you will. We looked at it as pivoting. And so that's kind of the more superficial layer of it. The underlying layer to it that's been ongoing for us is the areas of opportunity that this whole pandemic has caused for our business as well as for the fitness industry as a whole. Um, It's really pushed us and propelled us to figure out different areas of opportunity that maybe we had dabbled in or maybe we were kind of thinking about doing previously um, until this whole thing took off and then now it's really forefront of, okay, we got to put some time and effort into these other avenues for our business.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. funny because everybody got thrust into, um, pivoting, um, or changing, um, if they wanted to survive and, you yeah. know, I don't know how much you guys were doing online before for training. Um, but certainly like you said, you're a hundred percent there. So where were you guys in terms of online training prior to, you know, roll back three weeks?
2: Yeah, I mean, we've had online coaching for uh, since we opened, essentially. Um, so this is our fourth year of, of being uh, open. I've done online coaching for clients over the course of my career. So going online was not necessarily new. Um, the video style of personal training sessions, and whatnot, that's just enhanced more like majority of our client base was coming in house to do personal training sessions, whereas now running personal training sessions virtually is is sort of the new normal right now so we were used to it um myself and and business partner caroline we're kind of used to that we've been doing it for years but it definitely is something that's new for some of the newer coaches on the team that they're kind of wrapping their head around how do i go about this new world of coaching someone virtually um, in a personal training session or in a class because it definitely takes away a certain ability. Uh, certain interaction that you usually are used to, uh, working with clients.
1: Yeah. I mean, it takes away yeah. the finger in the middle of the saying You should feel yeah. it here. Exactly. <laughs> now just, right now you just hear oh. it through, through the voice. is like, oh, there it is. Yes. Yeah. yeah put your yeah. leg back. No, your other left leg back further to have proper form.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Your other right leg, Doug, your other right leg.
1: Yeah. Well, the exactly. other thing that's been interesting is that, you know, um, you know, I think you, both you and Caroline have both uh, commented on it. It's how people have transformed their homes so you know you know because your business has pivoted to meet the demand and to keep serving its clients um you know us as at the users or clients at the other end have had to pivot and make sure that we've got space available in some cases some of us have gyms and equipment some don't um so yeah that's been a obviously a, a quick transition
2: yeah it's been cool to see because yeah some people have literally taken their garage And now it's a full functioning little home gym for them, which, you know, I hope lasts for, for beyond this, right? That's the main thing that I'm trying to instill, not only in the members of our community, but to just anyone that follows me or, or that I come in contact with is take this as an opportunity to instill some practices or instill a setup or something that you have that will last longer than this whole scenario that we're living in right now. Um having transitioning your garage to be functional for a home kind of style space can play huge dividends in the long run when you run into other hiccups in life that you're kind of struggling through and you need to just go to get a workout in or go move somewhere, right? So Absolutely. I think it's a positive change for people.
1: Yes, yeah, so that once once in a year uh snowfall that uh, paralyzes the, the lower main line, you can at least walk to your yeah. garage and get get a workout
2: yeah. in. So a nice way of saying snowfall.
1: <laughs> that's right it's no we had 10 flakes yeah. all the people yeah. in vancouver don't know how to drive they're they're all over the road so what advice um would you give your you know you give your clients and uh, our listeners today i mean um obviously world's changed uh, everybody's stressed out some people are are freaked out um i just did a post for a crisis line their calls are you know way up And I've heard it said that the, the most underutilized drug for stress and tension and anxiety is exercise.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's like, that is something that has been around for for decades, that sort of underlying statement of underutilized drug is exercise. And honestly, I still don't think it's really uh, acknowledged to the level that should be. Um, But, kind of touching on the mental mindset side of things, because what I've noticed since this all started and since majority of companies went into closure or transitioning is there's the novelty of training from home. And that's been sort of the mainstay for the first two to three weeks here. It, it's new. It's different. You're sort of feeling, oh, oh, sweet. I got another piece of equipment that I can utilize in a different way. Right. I'm training with my dog, whatever the thing is. It's kind of new. It's kind of interesting. But At some point, you also need to address the structure and mindset side of your life because this isn't just going to go away in two days. It's something that's going to last for longer. And so people have already become accustomed to training in their life. And so transitioning to home-style workouts, it's great. It's different, but they're used to training in their life. What they're not used to is this big, abrupt shift in psychology of their day-to-day life. And so one thing that I'm trying to utilize myself a little bit more so right now um, and really dialing it in is uh, this practice where it's, it's essentially writing three pages in the morning. And uh, his name is leaving me right now. I can't think of it, who it was that I snagged this from. Let me just find it real quick. Uh, Chris Winfield. Uh, so it's his, It's he calls it his morning pages. And this is something that I think people can really grasp a hold of and simply you have three pages that you write out in the morning your first two are just whatever's on your brain just get out all the emotions all the stress all the humor anything that's going on in your brain get that out on a piece of paper and then the third page is what i would like people to utilize is writing out your areas of opportunity for your day and so for me it's typically write out three areas of opportunity for your day and it could be a simple task or it can be something that's more complex, macro big term goals that you have. But what are the three areas of opportunity that you can attack in your day and then just go after them? Right. Don't hold yourself. Don't beat yourself up if you don't hit them by the end of the day. But by writing out whatever's on your brain first and foremost and just getting all those emotions out, that's going to help clear space for you to be more creative and more effective and take more action in your day on the areas of opportunity that you're looking to do.
1: Well, it's interesting because you said areas of opportunity and I'm thinking there's a couple of camps out there. I mean, for the world that I live in, to be perfectly honest, nothing's really changed. One thing that's changed right. is I'm obviously not driving to the gym, but I'm still meeting my clients online. You know, I, as I shared with you today, I've done two sets of meetings. So I've been online for about five hours and video calls today. So nothing, nothing new. Um, but there's obviously people where it's everything new because you know, they don't have something to fill their day. Um, they're, they're, they're off work. So it's kind of weird being in that place that people are going like, Oh, I don't know what to do. I'm bored. I'm thinking, man, need to get some sleep and working like a dog. Um, so two ends of the scale.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Right. It's been interesting talking with people about it because to your point, there are some people that either their work has picked up because of this. And so they're even busier than ever, um, or it's gone the other way. And I think either way of that coin is just, continuing to manage both the sides of the physical health and the mental health. And regardless of the end of the spectrum that you're on, if we can manage those two things and not beat ourselves up for it, but just, you know, try to attack them in the, a structured way throughout throughout our day, then we're going to come out of it successful.
1: Yeah, it's funny because I got I think if we just, you know, keep making some effort every day, like obviously you can't get up every day and crush it. There's days that I get up and I'm thinking, man, I don't know what day it is um yeah. but all i know is i'm really tired and i really don't feel like yeah. doing anything today um yeah. but you kind of got to push through and just take a small steps. so i shared some advice with someone who is struggling like that and i said just find one thing that you can do that's out of your regular routine a goal or something you've set up and just spend 15 minutes doing that just 15 yeah. minutes like set a stopwatch so at the end of those 15 minutes you can tick it off and get those little bit of endorphins that you did something like don't do whatever your usual routine is that doesn't count
2: yeah make it novel make your your brain actually pay attention to something different i love it
1: yeah i guess uh, well i mean we can't really talk about the tennis ball exercise here because it'd be a little bit tough to explain that but uh how to get the brain to work a little bit different
2: little letter ball i'm actually uh i was literally thinking about um drawing up some content for that today
1: there you go <laughs> oh, sorry i brought it up oh no that's that's cool actually i I like that i like that stuff so do you want to explain a little bit to um to the audience that's listening um some of the brain uh mapping work that you've done and the training you've taken because to me it's super fascinating and to think that we've got this powerful brain that we're not utilizing it and there's ways to actually train it to do what we want it to do
2: yeah so um applied neuroscience is uh, the term that we kind of utilize um uh for those of us that have taken some of this education into um the brain and into the human neurology and essentially when i was taught uh through my education we were basically taught from a muscle joint ligament tendon perspective right sort of a neck down approach we were taught that when you have a brain you have a nervous system it does some cool stuff but if you want to kind of go into that more so become a neurosurgeon and that's just a simple way of, of kind of stating it but um, the education that I've taken is from a company that's in the States that they are a, a an education company that teaches neuroscience and applied neuroscience through the lenses from chiropractic to kinesiology to physiotherapy. They've gone through all that lens, but they've taken all the uh research and information and applied it to look at from look at the human body from the brain-based approach. So basically what I do on a day to day basis and some of the stuff that you're referring to is I'm looking at human movement and human function and performance from a brain based approach, from a neurology based approach. So it's not just why like I have tight hamstrings. Okay. Why are your hamstrings tight? Right. They don't just choose to be tight. There's a reason why your body <laughs> has tightened up those hamstrings yeah. and made them that way. Right. It's either protecting something or whatnot? And so the term you used was body mapping. And so, something that's really important that I talk about is creating a clearer and clearer map for our body. And this is something I've talked with you about, where if we don't have a clear uh, understanding of a region of our body, then our body won't feel, or our brain won't feel safe to move that area. So, if you don't have a clear understanding of how to control your ankle in space or how to move your ankle joint, and there's not a clear connection to that area, then you're going to be limited in some way, shape, or form in your output and your performance, whether it's on a high-end athletic level or just day-to-day life level. So we utilize um, body mapping of controlling movement in certain regions of the body to make it clearer and more understanding from your nervous systems level, as well as we look at the higher order systems like our sight and our hearing and our touch sensation and whatnot that way to drill those because we can train those the same way we train your biceps. Right. Yeah, Rob, and that,
1: Rob says he has a tight hamstring, by the way.
2: <laughs> yes. Yes. Rob, Rob does have tight hamstrings. <laughs> you and him are on the same hamstring boat. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, it's a fascinating rabbit hole to to dive down um, and go into. And it's something that I can talk about for hours on because it's sort of an endless pool of information and it's just constantly evolving. We're constantly learning more and more and more about the human nervous system, um, the human brains. And I say brains because we have three technical brains in our body. We have our gut brain, our heart brain and our brain brain. Um, And so we're constantly learning more and more and more about this stuff. We don't even know half of it right now. Like basically we have a quantum computer in our body but we don't know anything about it.
1: Well, I guess what's encouraging for me is lots of times, you know, you sustain an injury or you've got limited movement for whatever reason, whatever caused that. And the typical thought processor diagnosis is well, I can't do that because I have fill in the blank. Um, yeah. and what I've seen in watching uh, you and how you treat, um, the people that you're working with and even helping me with my mobility is that that was, that was the case at that time. Um, yeah. but the, but over time, um, and application of, 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 you know, proper technique, uh, you can change that. So it's not a, yeah. it's not a. It's not a life sentence like hey i have you know i have tight hamstrings or my or my knee aches or my knee and i've watched you work with people and i quite frankly don't understand all the stuff how it works all i know and what, I and i really don't need to know how it works i mean my car works just fine and i i just want to turn the key so in terms of yeah. function and mobility i just want to be able to be mobile i don't need to yeah. know how the wiring my brain works i just want to follow the your guidance go, okay hey guess what i can I can squat now like i can bend my knees more than like 15 degrees this is good Uh yeah. um, yeah. i get parallel that's that's even better
2: exactly well it's there's a statement that's like our bodies under no obligation to make sense to us and it's something oh, I that I, 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 don't I, like,
1: I don't like that statement that's <laughs> <it's> <laughs> a simple road map that says this is how it all works
2: i know and, right wouldn't that be nice but that's the thing right and that's that's we like i say we don't know half of what our body can do. Um, and it's under no obligation to make sense to us. But when we can figure out certain things and we know that certain things usually cause a certain result, then for some people, that's going to work majority of the time. It's, there's also a, some research around this where it shows about 80% of people will respond positively to a certain training regimen mm-hmm. and 20% will actually respond negatively to it. And so it's just, you, you truly have to be person specific, especially in the health and fitness industry Like we, we try to run group classes in a way that are as person specific as possible, um, while still providing that community atmosphere. Um, but it is something that, yeah, you have to be person specific because everyone's body is going to respond differently to a certain stimulus.
1: Well, and that's, I think what I've really uh, come to love so much about the CrossFit is that there is a, um, an adaptation or a version or a progression or a scale, um, for everybody opposed yep. to, you know, if you go to, um, one of the big, uh, big chain gyms, where all you do is lift weight a certain way, you know, what's really the progression, it's the same movement, but you might change the weight. And what I've seen is that, you know, your approach, um, is that everybody's there differently and they're dealing with different issues. So there's a, a progression, so everybody can still play. you want to call it that, or get their workout in, but we're not doing all exactly the same thing.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's what is the right stimulus and input that you need to get the desired output? Like, what's your intention? And that's the place that I really try to come from, and I really try to instill on my coaching team to come from, which is what is the intention that we're trying to get out of this? So if it means that we got to change something completely for someone, do it. Because they're yeah, like if,
1: they, like if you break your hand, you can't do certain lifts with the bar, but we won't mention Heather. Cause that would be embarrassing.
2: <laughs> no, don't, don't mention Heather's name.
1: No <laughs> one, no, there's probably people in here that don't know who Heather is. So we're not going to tell you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so um, what opportunities do you think you guys have to serve the community? I mean, cause people are obviously looking and the jokes are, jokes are rampant in terms of, Hey, you know, um, at some point we're all gonna have to get out of our pajamas and see if our jeans still fit. And you know, yeah. it's kind of funny, not funny. Cause I've had conversations with people and they're, they're talking about their kind of their lifestyle change and their food and alcohol consumption. They're going like, Oh yeah, I don't know how long it's going to be. So I don't care. I'm doing fill in the blank. I'm not judging them. I'm just saying at the end of the, at some point they're going to go back to work and, um, yeah. it might not be quite so easy.
2: Yeah, I mean. Right now we have a virtual class that we're running every Sunday for anyone and everyone to join in on um, and that's just been really fun to see people from across Canada jumping in on this um, on this virtual class that we're running and moving forward we're just we're literally just trying to figure out like different opportunities that we can provide for the community right. My first and foremost focus is on my members of uh, you guys, members of our our sort of direct community. Yeah. But then yeah. it's just expanding out from there of what can we do to continue to provide value and service to those that need it? Um, I was in talks with the uh, mayor of Port Coquitlam uh, recently about inv- getting involved a little bit more with some of the seniors and uh, helping them stay active and moving virtually and what yeah. that might look yeah. like. And so there's just we're, we're playing with a bunch of different options. We're coming up right now with a uh, an, an opportunity of somewhere in like the 28 day challenge, not challenge, but 28 days of fitness kind of thing uh, for the broader community to partake in. That is sort of like what our virtual classes are um, that we're running out of the facility right now, but uh, just spread out to the larger community. So we have lots of different options. Like I say, we're not closed. We're, we're still providing services. We're still running uh, personal training virtually and I'm still doing rehab sessions with, with clients that need to, you know, fix injuries that they're dealing with or have those nagging aches and pains that they're still dealing with. I'm, I'm still providing all those services just through different means through uh, virtual now.
1: So where can people uh, learn about the virtual class and uh, sign up or attend or get access to it?
2: Yeah. So uh, on our public Port Criculum CrossFit Facebook page, um, we have details posted on there weekly for the upcoming weekend's class. Um, you can also just fire me an email, Morgan at FunctionHealthClub.com, um, and I'll fire you over any details you want to know about the virtual classes. We do have options for if people want partic- to participate in our actual um, weekly virtual classes. We have options available for people that way too. So either one or on my Instagram, um, I'm always on. I'm always on there in some way, shape, or form responding to messages. So. Uh, you can find me anywhere and I'll be able to point you in the right direction.
1: Yeah. Let me just pull yeah. up your Instagram account here. Oops, let me get the right to count up. Hang on a sec here, Morgan. There's Morgan uh, as I'm working my way through this technology as we're all learning there. We are. So there's Morgan's there we are. Instagram account, uh, and his really cute, sweetheart, little daughter who, uh, who's been working out with him. She's a very good counter by the way. And if you ever work out with me, you'll get the joke. I can't count. And I can't add during CrossFit. I don't know why, but that's just the way it goes. Um,
2: there's a lot of things to think about, there's a lot of things to think
1: about <laughs> yeah, breathing, breathing. Yeah. am I getting, is this the day I'm going to die? I got to keep breathing. Uh, <laughs> um, so how do you think this is going to shape um, your business moving forward? Do you think you're going to see um, people stay online or you want online? I'll tell you why, because when, you know, I, I like the tactile being in class. Um, and I like being pushed. I mean, I, I'm a pretty driven person. I drive myself pretty hard, but not as hard as when, um, you know, I'm training with one of you guys or one of the other coaches. Um, yeah. and after the first couple of classes, this is pretty cool. I could see, you know, a situation now if I'm, especially if I'm traveling, um, just tuning into my own gym. So yeah. what are you? what do you think is going to happen on the, on the backside of this, we, we're out of this by September, October, or whatever the dates to be. <laughs>
2: Oh, don't say that. Um, honestly, we are, we're excited about the opportunity to continue offering virtual, um, and having that as an option. Like you say, we have a lot of members that travel and travel for work and, and are always kind of coming and going that way. And they come back into the facility after they're gone. They, oh, I wasn't able to get a lot in while they're away. And usually it's an accountability thing. Right. Yeah. If they have yeah. something that we can like, hey, no, you're on with us virtually at this time. Then let's run it. So I think that we're excited about that opportunity. Um, following this, I think there'll be it'll be an interesting shift to see how many want to stick with some form of online or um, personalized programming yeah. because we are what this has shifted is caused a lot of more direct personalized structure um, uh, to, to what they're doing, given what they have available to them at home or whatnot. So I think that it'll, uh, we'll see a slight shift that way, but at the same time, people want to just get back together and get hanging out again and get thrown down in workouts again. And so I think they're going to really, uh, um, want to come back with that, but they might understand and, and start to utilize some of the other offerings that we have.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, it's obviously, this isn't the way everybody wanted to get online. Yeah. Um but the other side of that is a I'm thankful that you know we live in a day and age where this technology is available, um, that people are connected. Um, you know, can't help but think back, you know, to the comparisons when people said, oh, it was like wartime. Um and you know, we're isolated, like we're at home, but we've got access to these tools and we've got our 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 mobile providers giving us free data. And yeah. so when you said, you know, you talked about the workout for the community, that's really cool because you know, everyone's got their kids at home and yeah. uh, for them to be able to take their, their iPad out into their backyard or out into the green patch of grass beside their apartment or or whatever they've got. Um, the information is there a chance to be interactive and uh, keep moving.
2: Yeah. All right. And that's like, we have our youth class that we're running virtually as well, which has been fun to see all the kids you know, signing on and virtually doing a little little workout throughout the day. Like it's all these factors that I think will maintain. It's going to as much as it's going to hurt some businesses for sure, like some businesses, unfortunately, won't come out of this in the health and fitness industry. Um, but I think at the end of the day, it's going to. Probably provide an even greater value and service to clients and members in the health and fitness industry because it's now causing a lot of these adaptations and shifts that need to occur that we're able, we're providing a di- different service and even greater value um, to each and every member. And it's something that I really want to instill and ensure that my team stays on point with once this is all said and done, hopefully not in September, October, like you said, maybe uh, hopefully a little sooner than that. But yeah, like, that was
1: a little plug in the cheek. Yeah I, yeah. I mean, who knows? Obviously <laughs> I'd like to see it end as soon as possible. I mean, it's, you know, while yeah. we talk about our business and how things are going, we all obviously realize there's people that are are sick, people that have you know absolutely. died, lost, lost family, um, can't grieve together. So um, you know, we're pretty pretty
2: fortunate here. Absolutely, absolutely, hundred percent. Couldn't agree with you more.
1: Well, hey, thanks. This was about Appreciate the it. this about this is The only time I've actually been in a Zoom call with you where I wasn't sweating.
2: Uh, <laughs> social hour last week i don't think you were sweating oh
1: pardon me i wasn't no that's right we're drinking tequila but i am wearing my poco crossfit uh t-shirt functional fitness t-shirt there we are uh, Got it. so i had to make sure i had the right uh, right career apparel on for the day so hey thank yeah. you for, for taking time today and and sharing and you'll see i put the links to i don't know why they get shared on all my all my platforms but there's lots of links to park and crossfit there in the notes um uh, so you said classes are what sunday
2: yeah. So our virtual class that's open to anyone and everyone is at 830 on Sunday morning. Um, all the details should be being posted up within the next either today or tomorrow and then throughout the weekend as well. Um, and it's run through Zoom. So you just need to use the meeting ID and sign in through that and uh, you'll be led through a great workout.
1: Okay, there we that's go. Super awesome. good. And I can guarantee you that if you hop on there, well, I can't guarantee you anything, actually. Um, you you may sweat a bit more than I'm sweating right now. It's a it's good <laughs> good workout. Super happy to, to see you. Uh, looking forward to uh, checking in with you in the morning. I don't know you you leading us tomorrow.
2: Uh, tomorrow I'm not. I'm back uh, teaching virtually at the college. Okay. So, but uh, I will check to make sure what what you did.
1: <laughs> the downside of the downside of Zoom calls with your gym is that your trainers <laughs> can go back and they can play. They can play back the video and go. Did you? You didn't really do those sixteen burpees. You only did like twelve. Um, you disappeared
2: so. off of the camera for like a whole twenty minutes. Yeah. Know. Well,
1: minor, minor detail. Yeah. Bad bad internet connection. So yeah. thank, Awesome. Thanks, Morgan. Thanks so much. Yeah. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Yeah. You So thanks for checking in. We'll be back uh, tomorrow. uh, I think tomorrow's Friday. Yeah, tomorrow's Friday. Uh, I've got a special guest that uh, is in the music business. Uh, I invite you to come back and join us. So thanks for tuning in today.
0: Well, there you have it, you guys. I hope you enjoyed that episode with Doug Morneau. Let me know your thoughts on it. Let me know if you have any further questions about the things that we talked about. And if I can help you in any way, please reach out. Share this out with your friends, family, anyone that you think would benefit from hearing it. Hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your day. Level up.